morning. Today's daf is daf Lamed Zayin. I'm going to go from the third last line of Lamed Vav Amud Reis 36b. Yosef Gemara brings a quote we mentioned up above, but we're now going to analyze it. So Rav Shmuel, Domri Tavai, both Rav and Shmuel said, "Kol sheyesh bo mechamish aminim, mevorchim olav bore minay muzonos." Anything that has in it one of the five grains, you say bore minay muzonos on it. I, this is an, a special halacha regarding the five grains, um, wheat, uh, wheat, barley, oats, belt, and rye. That's how we generally say they are. Um, that generally you go, if you have a mixture, like a cooked dish, you go after what the majority of it is. So if the majority of it is meat and the minority of it potatoes, you'd say, shakol on the mixture. If it's the other way around, then you would say, harama. But as soon as there's any kol sheyesh bomazonos, as long as it has a little bit of one of these five grains in it, then you would say mazonos. That's the din rabbin shmulot to show us. Even if it's a minimum. Okay, one of the exceptions is if it's just there to bind, but as soon as there it's to add uh, flavor or to add uh, nar- uh, make it more wholesome or something like that, then you would say mazonos, even if it's a minority. So if you're having a, a patty with... with uh, well, that's two different things. What's up? That's two different things though, that you're putting together. So this is when it's all cooked together. Oh, I see when it's um, mixed in. Yeah, it gets more complicated when it's not that. That's why I don't want to go into all the details now. Um, nami, and we have another teaching. Anything that is from the chamesh minim, you say mazonos on it. So the Gemara wants to know, why do we need both of these statements? They seem to be telling us the same thing. So we need both of them. If it would have taught just the statement that says any, anything of it, I would have thought that's because it's any amount of Mazonas you say, uh, any amount of the Chamesh Minim you say, Borim and Mazonas, that's because it's Ba'ina, it's a standalone. Aval al Taruvas, but where it's based on a mixture, Law, maybe there you don't say it. Kamash Malan. The second teaching comes to you, Kol Bo. Any, even if it's part of a mixture. Viyash meaning Kol Bo, Chala. Havea mina, Kol Bo, Chameshes minim in Aval Oyrez Vedoichen law. If we would have just had the teaching of any time it has a mixture of the five grains in it, even if it's a minority, you would still say, that's specifically when it's a mixture with one of the five grains, but not rice or millet. Um, but that's specifically because it's a mixture. What happens if it's standalone? I stand alone, rice or millet. Maybe you would also say mazonas. If it's from the five grains, you say mazonas. To exclude rice and millet, that even if they're standalone, we do not say So what are the two points that come out from Rav's two, uh, Rav and Shmuel's two separate teachings? The first one is that even if you have a minority um, of one of the five grains in a mixture, even though it's in a mixture, you still say And the second point we, would le- we learn out from them is that it's specifically one of the five grains that are cooked as a dish let's say oats or something like that, that you would say, bore, bore mine mazonos, 
But if it's something like grass or millet, we do not say Boreng name is on us on it. That's the two teachings of Rav and Shmuel. So the Gemara asks them, You're telling me you don't say Mazonas on Oris and Dochen? Okay, I guess. That's not what I learned in school. That's not what I learned. I learned you say Mazonas on uh, Ras. She says, Vahotanya, if you look on of Pas, Oirezu, Pas, Dochen, Mavarchen, all of Trilavasov, Kamase, Kadeira. If you, if they brought before him rice bread or millet bread, you say, both before and after it, like a cook dish. Now here when we mean a cook dish, obviously we're meaning like uh, pasta, oats, something like that, which as which says Vagabe Masa and what's the bracha on Masa Kadaira? Tanya will Brisa, Bitchila Mavarchin the opening bracha is Boraim Namazonas, and after you've eaten you say Birchas Achas Main Sholosh. The, what we call Alamichia. Why it's called Birchas Achas Main Sholosh is because it's one bracha, it opens with a Baruch Atah or Alagefen or Alait. It opens with one bracha and then it closes one bracha, but it's still, it's one bracha. And in that bracha is included the three aspects of the three brachas of Benching Doraisa. So that's why it's Birchas Achas Main Sholosh. It's one bracha that is made up of that is like the three brachas of benching. So that's, and, but that's what we often call alamichia. Um, so, that, so the Gomorrah's question is, we've just said that if you have rice bread, what do you say on rice bread? Kamase Kadeira. What do you say on Masa Kadeira? Borine Muzoinus and alamichia. So Gomorrah answers, no, Kamase Kadeira, Veloi Kamase Kadeira. Now when we say ke, we mean like. So it's like Maase Kadeira in some aspects, but it's not like Maase Kadeira in other aspects. Kamase Kadeira, the Mavach and all of Tchila Vasoif, it's like Maase Kadeira that you say a bracha on it both before and after. The loike Maase Kadeira, the ilipa Maase Kadeira, the Tchila Borei, my name is Zonas of Vasoif, Bricha Achos Mein Gimel, but it's not like Maase Kadeira, because on Maase Kadeira, as let's just say, for example, oats, uh, jungle oats, you would say Mazonas beforehand and Birchas Achas Alamechia afterwards. And here you say Sheakol before and Borei Nefashos Rabbos Vecheshronon Al Komashe Boro. That you would say at the end, what we call Borei Nefashos, the short after Brocha. So what do we see? So we've answered our question. We brought a challenge from Ram and Shmuel that on rice bread you would say, rice and millet bread you would say, sorry, you say, and we just said, no, when we say, it means that you say a bracha before and afterhand, before and after, but the bracha is different, it's shakol and boren and fashos. Just interesting enough, before we continue, Tosas here, point out the meaning of the bracha. Boren and fashos, rabbis, v'cheshronon. So he says, at the top of the page, what's v'cheshronon referring to? What we're lacking? He says, When we say, who created and what, they, what they're lacking, I, what they need, sorry, when it creates many people and what, or many creations and what they need, it's referring to things like bread and water, which are essentials. And then the bracha continues, and anything which is created that all living things need to live by, he says, that is everything that's in the world, that even if Hashem did not create, then the world would still be able to survive. 
Beloim without them. Shalom Barom Kiim Letanu Baalma. And the only reason Hashem created them is for the people in His world to enjoy them. Kamot Apuchim, for example, the apples. You can survive without apples. But Hashem created all these other wonderful foods for us to enjoy. So that's. Um, um, so that's the two aspects of Baranafashos, what we call Baranafashos. The Cheshronom is referring to their needs, their essentials that people need. And and everything to give life is referring to things for enjoyment and add a dimension of Hashem. Okay, but back to where we were. So we just wanted to say that Oyrez is not Master Kateira. Master Kateira, you say, Mazonis, before and after says love you're telling me that Oyrez is not Masekadaira you don't say Mazon we remember we said you say Shakol beforehand says Vahatani we learned in a brisa this is what we call Masekadaira the following what's Masekadaira um, literally um, a cooked dish so so um, I think something like oats and pasta and I mean, sometimes it can even have other ingredients that your, the, but that the wheat and the, the grain is a substantial part of it. That's what we mean by kamasa kadaira, cooked dish. Um, it's as opposed to something baked. Because if it's baked, then it's now bread. Um, so masa says, what, what is masa kadaira? So chilka, that's tigris, soyles, zoris va'arson, zoris va'arson. A takeout soilus, it's easier. Chilka, Tigris, Zoris, Va'arson. If you have wheat kernels that were crushed and into three parts or four parts or five parts, Va'oyres and Ras, and then obviously cooked into a dish, Va'oyres and Ras. Again, this price has started. What is Masekadeir? Well, the following are Masekadeir, and in that list is rice. So Gomorrah says, no, that price, the whole money, Rabbi Yochanan Menuri, that price is actually Rabbi Yochanan Menuri. Now Rabbi Yochanan Menuri, as we're going to see, holds that ras is in the same category as wheat and barley, etc. As the see, says, the Tanya, Rabbi Yochanan Menuri, Oyrez bin Dagonhu. Oyrez is a type of grain. The Chayovim al Chimutzakores, and if it becomes Chomets and someone eats it on Pesach, he transgresses the issue of eating chomets, and you'll be liable to kores, as if he ate uh, regular bread, and you can fulfill your obligation of matzah on Pesach. So this bracelet says, what's Masek and it mentions Oyrez, it's Rabbi Yochanan Menuri. But the rabbis hold rice is not like mice, is not a dog on, it's not a grain, and it's also not um, part of what Rabbi Yochanan Menuri, uh, uh, and it's not a grain, and it would also not be Masekadaira that you say Mazonos beforehand and Alamichia afterwards. So Gemara's Verabon and Law. Ah, so the rabbis really don't hold uh, rice is Masekadaira. The whole time you will learn to the Braisa. If someone chews wheat kernels, he says Borepriyadama. Tochno, Ofo, Bishla. What happens if he ground it up, made it into bread, and then he cooked the bread? So, if the pieces are still intact, I so he I don't know he made some sort of soup or some sort of dish, and he broke some bread into it. If the pieces of bread are still intact, then you say hamotzi before you eat that dish. And you would say um, regular benching, gimel brachos, three whole brachos afterwards. 
Im ein is kayamas, if the bread's not intact, let's say it's totally dissolved and mushed into the food. At first you say mazonas, and then all the after bracha is bichas achas ma'en gimel what we call alamichia. Hakoyse says ha'oyer is mavari cholav of bravery. Then it carries. So, so that's the first point regarding wheat. Not relevant. I mean, it's an important halacha, but it's not relevant to us at the moment. Why we bring the kaisa says ha'oyer is mavari cholav bravery adama. If someone chooses rice, you say hadama. If you would make this rice into bread and then cook that bread, even if the pieces are intact, Bracha before is Barami Naimazanos, and the Bracha afterwards is Birchasakas Bain Shalosh. Mani, who's the author? So now Elam Rabbi Yochanan Nuri Hudamar Ore has been talking, who Hamoitzelech Minore is the Shalosh Rochos by Brucha. If you want to say that this price is Rabbi Yochanan Ben Nuri, well, he holds rice as a regular grain. So if you baked it into bread and then broke those pieces of bread and put it into a dish, if that's bread intact, what Bracha should you say? Hamoitzi. And the price is in Mazonas. And obviously after Alamechia or Bencher. It says, Elo lav Rabbonin, he said, must be Rabbonin. And what did we see here? The rabbi said that you say Mazonas on this Masa Kateira beforehand. It says, This is a rejection of Rav and Shmuel. So again, Rav and Shmuel, remember Rav and Shmuel said two halachas. Um, the first halacha they said, there's, as long as there's part of one of the five grains as part of the dish, even if they're not a majority of the dish, you say Mazonas, and Bichas Achas main Gimel at the end. And the second halacha they said was that you only say Mazonos on the five grains and not on rice. We've just proven that you do say, um, you do say Mazonos on one of the five grains. We actually haven't proven what, the, we haven't discussed. We've got to see, this price that did say, I mean, a spoiler alert, this price that did say, um, you say Bichas Achas main Sholosh, after Ras, you say after Ras, but over the page we're going to edit it to say Borana Fashos. Okay. Omamar. Akoi says, as Achita Mavarech, Aleho, Bore Priyadama. If someone chews wheat, he says, Anamona, Vaotanya Bore, my name is Zuroim. But there's a price which says, no, you don't say Al Bore Priyadama, you say types of seeds. It says, Lokasho, Horebiudo Rabonan. No, no difficulty. The price which, as you say, Bere Priyadama is the Rabbon, and in the other opinions, Rabbi Huda. Why did Tan we learned it? Our Mishnah, Ba'ala Yorokos, I remember Bere Priyadama, Rabbi Huda, I remember Aim Nebuzashoim. In our Mishnah, we learned on herbs, herbage like lettuce, etc., you say Bere Priyadama, and Rabbi Huda says you say Bere Priyadama. We see that Rabbi Huda has much, has more, says you have to be more specific. You can't just lump all fruits and vegetables into Bere Priyadama and Bere Priyadama. You've got to be more specific. Bore Priyadama would be more fruit-like things, I guess, potato, etc. Or maybe roots would be different. Um, pumpkin, maybe. That should be Bore Priyadama. If it's more of a grain, we, like we're just saying here, this price, Bore Minazroim. If it's more leafy, like lettuce or something, or cabbage, etc., leeks, you would say, Bore Minazroim. So that's Rabbi Huda's opinion. But obviously, we follow the Chachom, and we only have two brachas. We don't have all these other brachas. Omar, we said earlier, if you chew rice, you say bere priyadama. If you baked it into rice bread and then you cooked it, 
even if the prusos are intact, you still only say mazonos before and alamichia afterwards. But we have another brace which says afterwards you don't say anything. Now Rashi points out straight away when it says you don't say anything after, again, this ras dish, you don't say, no, it doesn't mean you don't say anything, it means you don't say alamichia, but you say um you don't say the special bracha for the produce of the seven species, the produce of Israel. When do we say bricha sachas main shalash on the seven species? So he's so Raj saying, when we, um, we, we don't say anything, we don't say that, but obviously we do say borein and fashos. Now, Omar Ravshay says, so we have a contradiction between two prices. What do you say after eating, let's just say after eating rice? Is it Pichas Achas Main Gimel like the price that we just discussed? Or the second price which says Borena Fajas? Omar Rav Sheshis, Lokasha, or Rabban Gamil, or Rabbonin. It's Machloikesh, Rabban Gamil, and Rabbonin. The Tanya, as we learned in the Brisa. Zehaklal, this is the rule. Kolshu, Mishiva, Sam, Minim, Rabban Gamil, Omer, Shalosh, Brachos. Anything that is one of the seven species, Rabban Gamil says, you say benching. Lechachomim, Omer, Brach, Achas Main, Shalosh, and the Rabbis say, no, what we call Alamichia, Ala Eitzor, Ala Gofen. There was a case with, where there was an incident where Rabban Gamliel and the elders were gathered in an attic in a room. In and they brought before them dates and they ate them. And Rabban Gamliel told Rabbi Kiva, will you lead the benching? Kofat uborach Rabbi Akiva bracha achas main sholosh. Rabbi Akiva jumped and quickly said, Birchas achas main sholosh, before Rabban Gamliel could stop him. So Amalor Rabban Gamliel, Gamliel says, says, Akiva and Mosiah Tomachne says, Rosh Chabana Machlokas, why are you getting involved in this Machlokas? Remember, whenever we mention Rabban Gamliel and the sages, we touched on some of them earlier, but that's Rabban Gamliel, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Maybe Rabbi Tarifun, um, who's, um, <coughs> but those group of sages, so they're all Rabbi Akiva's seniors. So he says, why are you getting involved in the Machloikes, Rabban Gamliel and the Rabbanon? I say you say uh, regular benching on any of the seven species, on the figs that we've just eaten, on the dates that we've just eaten, and you come along and say, even though you say this, and your rab and your colleagues say otherwise, you taught us that when you've got a machlokes, yochid and rabbi, you always follow the majority opinion. So who's the, so you have Rabban Gamliel versus all the other sages. I have to, granted, I know what you hold, Rabban Gamliel, I have to follow the majority. Um, so that's the just interesting point. The, the Rashash asks on the story, he says, why did Rabban Gamliel give it to Rabbi Akiva to bench? So he says, because he knew all the others argue on him and they're going to say, Alamichia. Rabbi Akiva might be the one who holds like him. Because, and to strengthen that question is, you know, Rabbi Yeshua was Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe. You're never going to be sitting at a dinner. You're going to have the Rosh Yeshiva and one of the Yeshiva Bokrim and ask the Yeshiva Bokr to say the Brocha. You're going to ask the Rosh Yeshiva to lead the Benjing. And similarly, Rabbi Lez ben Azariah, as we saw earlier, was a Kohen. You're never going to skip the Kohen and give it to someone else. So that's, so it's highlight. So this kind of like what Tosu says, and he was, Rabbi Gamliel was hoping that Rabbi Akiva would follow in his footsteps and say, Benching as opposed to Birchas Achas Main Gimel, as opposed to Alamichia, or in this case Allah Eitz. Um, and obviously Ramon Gamil says, no, I have to follow the majority. So therefore I said, that's also why it says, Kofat 
uh, Rabbi Akiva jumped. Because if he would have started, obviously Rabbi Shaman Gamil expecting him to start, Baruch Ato Rabbosayim of Arach. He's expecting him to start Rabbosayim of Arach. So what's Rabbi Akiva going to start? Baruch Ato Hashem. So he has to quickly get to Hashem before Rabbi Gamil will stop him and make him say uh, Hashem's name in vain. So that's why Kofat, Rabbi Akiva jumped and quickly said, Baruch Ato Hashem. Now, just the second part of the price, which it seems to be also in the name of Rabbi Gamliel, but not a different opinion what Rabbi Gamliel says, just adding on to Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Gamliel, anything that is one of the seven species and not grain, or grain that was not made into bread. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel says, you say three brachas. And the Chachamim say, no, you say one bracha. What happens if it's made into bread, but it's not from one of the five grains, for example, rice or millet? So it comes along. There, Rabbi Gamliel says, you say, you say, you don't say anything. You say, that explains, that answers, Rabbi Shesha just answered our question. We brought one bracer which says, what do you say after rice? Alamichia, another bracer said, you say, okay. It's Rabbi Gamliel who says, Alamichia. And the Chachomim who say, we're going to now show that, no, that bracer actually can't fit in with Rabbi Gamliel. And therefore, it must, the bracer which said, Alamichia can't fit in with Rabbi Gamliel. And it must actually, has to be the Chachomim. So that's what we're going to show now. You just told me that that first price is Rabban Gamil. Aim a safe for the ratio. What about the second clause of the ratio, which said, If the pieces, um, again, remember you baked it, you baked, you had bread and you broke it into pieces. If the pieces are. Um, if the pieces are not intact, you say alamichia. Sorry, boremi name is beforehand, and alamichia afterwards. Mani, who's the author? If Rabbi Gamliel comes along and says on dates and porridge, you would say three uh, proper benching. Obviously, if it's bread that was dissolved into this dish, you would say brichas achas. You would say three brachas. I again. Um, the bracer came along and said, if you baked bread and then you put those pieces of bread into another dish, a, cook, a dish you were cooking, and then obviously and those, that bread's not intact, what we said, you say, but what would Rabban Gamil say? He would definitely hold, no, it's from one of the seven species. And even that it was originally bread, etc. But even if, it, just because it's one of the seven species already, you should be saying, you should say gimel brachas. You should be benching. So it can't be Rabban Gamil. So im ena prusas. Yeah. So elab shita rabbanan. It must be the rabbanan. So he says, ah, but e e hachi kasha the rabbanan. But now we have a kasha between the rabbanan and the rabbanan. The first price I said you say ala mechi on rice, and the second price I said you say bereno fashos on rice. So ela lo oilam rabbanan. You have to say that it's the rabbanan. And you must edit the brisa that says, by rice you say, afterwards. And, uh, and that's, how, that's how we paskin. That on rice you say, before eating the rice, and you say, 
Alamichia after eating the rice. Just something I should mention, I am translating oires and doichen as rice and millet, and the five grains I translate as wheat, barley, rye, oats, and spilt. Obviously, whenever we're translating, translating uh, Hebrew terms or Torah terms for foods or animals or plants, etc., it's always a little bit vague. So there's a bit of discussion on each of these, but I know oires we generally translate, we do lahalacha generally translate as rice. Um, Yeah. Then just an interesting question. I'm not going to go answer it now. What? To, so on many. Well, yeah. Many want to learn that it has to be. Um, and many want to learn that it has to be like more mushy to be considered masekadera, which you can ask generally. Then most. I mean, we have mushy rice and we have rice that's cooked almost. Standalone pieces. Uh, I don't know, you know, what's it? Not standalone pieces, standalone grains of rice, but even after you've cooked it, what bracha would you say there? I mean, we do say mazonas, but that's not as clear from the locha. And then a second question to think about is a rice cake. Is that considered like made into bread, or is it not? Where, what would you, what status would you give that? Okay, carrying on. Amar of Ahayrahita de Chilka, this. Rita of villages. It's it's a honey flower, a, a honey flower sort of porridge. So why the by kimcha? They add a lot of flour. Mavorech borei minay mezonos. My timer. Dismida ikar. You say mezonos because the flour is the essence, is the primary thing. To mechuza, if it's the rehita of mechuza, this honey. This honey and flour porridge, how the mechuzas make it. The loy mashi bakimcha, they don't put a lot of flour in. Mavorech oleo shakon yebidvaro, then you would say shakon yebidvaro. My time, dusha ikar. The reason is because the honey is the ikar. Vaharar omarov, and then Rav retracted and he said, Adi vaidi barayim name is it's Borei Minei Mazonos, the Rav Shmuel, the Amri Tavayu, Rav and Shmuel both said, Kol shiyesh bomi chamesh aminim, mavorchim olo barayim name is anything that has in it part of the five grains, you would say Borei Minei Mazonos. So if let's say you're making a, I don't think, just you make, uh, something finely cooked, uh, finely cut up, and you've added, uh, let's say, a very mushy chalent. So you've got a little bit of barley in, but a lot of uh, potato and butternut and chicken and all these other things, even though, and it just <coughs> a little bit of barley and it's all mixed together, you would still say, Boramin Amazonas, that's this halacha. Um, Amr Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yosef said If you have Chavitza okay, Chavitza is another type of cooked dish which has pieces of bread that are an olive size you would say Hamotzi beforehand and Shalosh Brachos afterwards the Leisbe Peirurin if it doesn't have what happens if the bread has been crumbled into smaller than a kazais? The bracha you say before is mazonas, and afterwards you say ma'en sholosh. Interesting, Tosfos learn it's the same. Remember we saw in the previous sugya, where was it? Yeah. In the previous sugya we said if the bread is intact or if the bread is not intact. So Tosos just Tosos learns him as the, saying the same thing. 
Here, what, what does bread intact mean? That piece is the size of Kazai's. What does not intact mean? The pieces are less than the size of Kazai's. Okay, that's how Tosos learned in Rashi. Um, but, yeah, so if the breads, if you have a cooked dish and the breads, the pieces of bread that are bigger than a Kazai's, then you would say Hamotzi and bench afterwards. If they're smaller than a Kazai's, then you would not say. You would say Monzonas and Alamechi afterwards. There's Omar Rav Yosef, you know, I mean, a lot of Rav Yosef says, what's my source for this? The if someone's coming to offer a minche in Yerushalayim, he says, Rashi says it's going on the person. Tosa says it can't be going on the person. It must be going on the Kohanim. Okay, uh, we don't have time to go into the Machloi case now. Um, When you take, when the Kohanim, because this is the continue, who eats the, the, the Mincha offering? So that's the Kohanim. If, when the Kohen takes it to eat it, it says, And a Brazil taught, You have to make these Menachos, you crumble them into Kazais. Remember, some, I don't know if you remember from Menachos, but just the one that's relevant to us is some of them were like kind of deep fried, Amarcheshes. They bake it in, they fry it in oil, and then they have to crumble it into pieces, and then the Kohen takes a Kamitza to burn on the Mizbah, and the Kohanim get the rest of those pieces that are, baked, that are mixed in. But from, according to this opinion, those pieces are broken into pieces of Kazais or bigger. And then he takes a kmitza from it and burns that on the mizbah. Um, but so from there we see, even though you had this bread that was fried in oil or different ways of preparing, but that it was fried in oil, you still say hamotzi when the pieces are a kazayis. Abba Abaya, Abaya says no, but now you're going to run into trouble. Ela miata, the tanet vebrish moldomer poichenatchem achzim l'soi says what l'salton. What about Rebbe? Uh, who taught that no, when you crumble the menachos to take a kamitza, you crumble them till it's basically back into flour. That would say that you don't say hamotzi, because according to the opinion we've just mentioned, Rav Yosef, he says if the pieces, if you've taken this bread and crumbled it and cooked it into something, or cooked it with something, then if it's less than a kazais, you say mazonas, and afterwards you'd say alamichia. Only if it's more than a kazais. And I'm on Shimon, so what would you say on the mincha? Maybe you say, yeah, you're right. If you take a mincha, or you take bread, and you cr- cook it, and you crumble it, and then cook it, it's a new thing that you say mazonas on it. It says, Vahotani, we learned in a brisa, lock at me, kulan kazais, if you would take a kazais from a mincha, v'ochlon, and eat it on Pesach, im chometzu, oinesh kores, if it's chometzu, you'd get kores, v'im matzuhu, adam yotze b'yedi ochomos of Pesach, and if it's matzu, he could fulfill his obligation on Pesach. The easiest way to learn it is we're not discussing the minchas. The menachos, the actual menachos. Especially, I don't think there were any menachos that were, Tosos mentioned this. There weren't menachos that were chomets. Also, you can't really, it's difficult, how do you eat in the courtyard? You're not allowed to lean and you have to lean for matzah. Um, so there are quite a few questions on uh, a thing. So the easiest way to learn is what it's saying is if you have something similar to the menachos and you would eat a kazais of it, you would be chav kores. And if you would eat a... Uh, so if it's chometz, you would, if, and you'd eat a kazais of it, you'd get kores for, break, for eating chometz on Pesach. And if it was matzah, you would eat, you would get uh, 
You'd fulfill your mitzvah matzah. But what do we see? Even these crumblies, these t- tiny crumbled pieces of bread that were then cooked, count you say hamotzi on them. Not like Rabbi Yosef has asserted. So hacha b'ma'azkin, I know what's the case here, b'she orson, where you kind of mushed it back into a dough and baked it and made it back into bread. So you took these tiny kambli pieces, this that you would be chav kores, or fulfill your mitzvah matzah, is where you took all these crumbly pieces and re-mushed them together into a loaf. So there's, oh, yeah, I'm a safer, but then the safer clause doesn't make sense. For that's where you ate them within the time frame of it would take you to eat a pras. Now, it shouldn't say if you ate them, it should say if you ate it. If we speak about little crumbly pieces, it makes sense if you ate them. But if we're speaking about one loaf that's been mushed together, it should say if you ate it. So come, so he says, you're right. You have to revise, I have to revise how I understood that. It's where it came from a big piece. What does that mean? Very interestingly. Um, that if you have a big loaf of bread, let's say, and you cut pieces off it, even if they're very small pieces, on those small pieces, since they always relate back to the big bread that big loaf that you cut them from, you had a big piece of matzah that you broke pieces from. They always tie back to that big, big piece. And therefore you would say hamotzi on them, even if they're smaller than a kazayas. However, if you had, if that, if they were all just standalone small pieces, or you broke the whole loaf into small pieces, so there's no proper loaf or proper matzah that they're coming from, then it would be mazonos. Okay, ma have your At the end of the day, what's the halacha? So Amar Rav Sheshes, Rav Sheshes answers: Hi chavitza afal kahav the leis pei perurin kezayis mavarech olav amoytzi lechem in aretz and Amar Rav avahod dikar turte denahama. Rav Sheshes says this chavitza, even though it has, um, so chavitza remember was that. See what was chavitza? Uh, yeah, again some flour and other cooked dish with has pieces of bread in it. Even if the pieces are less than a kazayis, you still say hamotzi on it. And Rava clarifies and says that's as long as they, you can see that they bred. As long as you can see they bred, you say hamotzi on it. Even if they're less than a kazayis, just ask you the question, just leave off with a question for you guys on the sugya, is uh, what would be the halacha regarding um, matzah bra? When you crumble the matzah and cook it in egg. What would be the halacha there? Do you say mazon or do you say hamotzi? Okay, carrying on. Um, Truknin, Chayomi Mechala. Truknin is Chayomi Mechala. Vechiyasa Ravini, Yom Rebbe Yochan. Truknin, many change it to also Chayomi Mechala. My Truknin, what is Truknin? So, Omar Abaya, Kuvat Ara. It's this bread that would make a hole in the base of the oven, and they'd pour flour and water in it, and it would slowly bake and form into, even though it was a very mushy liquid, the dough would slowly form into like the look of bread. So it's like bread. We treat it like bread. It says, Tirta paturim in Tirta is Tirta is exempt from chala. My Tirta. What is Tirta? Says Iken to Omri Gavil Mirtach. Scalded bread. Scalded sounds like um, if you look at Rashi, it sounds like he's speaking something like pancakes. You take a liquidy dough and you let it flow over the surface and you 
bake it like that. Some say Indian bread. That seems bread that they would bake on a spit and turn it, turning it and putting oil on it all the time. Bread that they made for kutach. Um, remember, kutach was this weird uh, a dish that they used to have which had bread, if not moldy bread, and cheese and milk, sour milk, all mixed together. And uh, the bread they used to make for that was made slightly differently. They would bake it in the sun. So it's not real bread. He says, Oh, but we said you You have to see how he makes it. If he makes this kutach bread into rolls, Chayovim, he's Chayov. Kilamudim Peturim, but if he makes it just into flat, uh, like planks, then he's exempt. Again, he's baking this bread for Kutach, so he's baking it in the sun, which is a bit weird. If he does it in a way that it more resembles bread, like he cares about the quality, the look of the bread, that he almost wants to eat it independently, then it would be Chayovim Chala. If not, if he just puts it together because he's just going to crumble it and put it into kutach anyway well then um, then he's exempt from challah and we haven't discussed the um, we we haven't discussed uh, the brocha on it yet but something to think about should this that we make it bake it in the sun or bake it in the in the oven affect whether it's hamotzi or not And that largely has to do with how we view what's the definition, I guess, of bread.